Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this very special edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. As you know, everyone has a story, but on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful, moving, and deeply compelling. We share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give you permission to shine as well. Today's guest is Liat Rothschild of Packed with Purpose. Thank you so much for being here, Liat. I think what you do is amazing, and I can't wait to share that message with all of my listeners. So tell thank us you. a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, let me first just say thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Great, great. I feel, I feel we are very lucky to have you on the show. You are quite um, a thought leader, but you also take action. So pretty <laughs> impressive with what you've done. So let's let the world know more about you and what you've done. Sure. So I'm the founder and CEO of Packed with Purpose. We're a gifting company with a social mission. So you can think of us as a wonderful gift for clients, for employees, for prospects, where all of the products and the gifts do good, as well as impress the recipient. And a little bit of history on who I am and how I came to find found Packed with Purpose. My background has really been a nice dance between the world of social impact and the world of business. So I'm originally from Chicago and many years ago, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Paraguay. So I worked with a group of farmers in my community, helping them develop alternative sources of income. And that really spearheaded my desire to give back and to do good. And when I moved back to the States, I was applying that through the world of business. And I ultimately went to business school, worked at a marketing agency, and prior to founding Packed with Purpose, I worked at a social impact consultancy. So there I was pretty much advising chief sustainability officers and their teams on how they could invest their CSR funds to create a business impact, but also to have a societal return. Wow. So it seems to me you've taken two different languages and like a simultaneous interpreter, you've created an amazing message. Um, sometimes those seem to be um, dialectical relationships, you know, CSR and corporate or social good in corporate America. So amazing that you've uh, been able to carry the two into something so great that I mean, I can't imagine a company not loving what you provide because not only is it a gift for their clients, but it's a meaningful gift. It's like you say, packed with purpose. Um, I love the name of your company. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. I, I, would, I would venture to say that's probably your proudest professional accomplishment. <laughs> Let me not assume. Let me ask you. No, I, I think you're right. To, to date, my proudest professional accomplishment by far um, is starting and growing packed with purpose. Um, perhaps on the personal side, just one thing to, to, to mention is I, for many, many years said, following my Peace Corps experience, that I was quite certain that serving as a Peace Corps volunteer would be the most impactful thing in my life before I had kids. Um, so I still stand by that, but um, certainly in terms of professional accomplishments, packed with purpose is at the top. That's so wonderful. So I have to tell you, we're a Peace Corps family here. Um, my daughter served for two and a half years in Ukraine, and it's a life-changing experience, as one might imagine, but it's not the life-changing experience that you think. It's bigger and different than what you think going in. The, it's almost like 
they recreate this human being. I mean, she's, she's such a beautiful, wonderful, open, uh, she has a global worldview. I'm sure that it does that to everyone who experiences that uh, Peace Corps experience. Um, so thank you, Peace Corps, for all the great people you <laughs> mold and produce and give to the world. Um, let me ask you this. People may not know exactly what's so special. Like, what's the purpose part of Packed with Purpose? Like, what is yeah. so about your gifts? Absolutely. So what makes our gifts unique, as I mentioned, is that our gifts create an impact. And the way in which we go about doing so is really what sets us apart. So we source high quality products from social enterprises or purpose-driven companies. So we're looking at, for example, at granola made by women outside of Washington, DC, who are in need of a second chance. Maybe they were homeless, maybe they're survivors of abuse, and they're part of a job training program to basically get back on their feet through the production of confectionery products, for example, granola. Or it might include glass-blown wine stoppers, where these are made by Chicago youth that are survivors of gun violence, and they're part of a, um, a trauma recovery program through the art of glass-blowing. So those are two examples of products that might be included in our gifts and we discover all of these amazing products made by really inspirational organizations and companies primarily in the US some of which are international we curate those together in a gift and then we tell the story of impact so that the recipient not only gets an exciting gift that they're um, looking forward to enjoy but really what is most inspirational to them beyond the products are the stories behind the different people and organizations that have made those items and how it's positively impacted their lives. I, I am jaw dropped. Uh, the stories are amazing. So I, I have to say, I'm a, I've been a recipient of the box and boom, I was immediately impressed by the message on the outside of the box. That was the first impression. Then I opened it up. I had no idea this box was coming either. So it was a really great surprise. Um, but then I opened up the box and saw, oh, look at all these goodies. And then what really exponentially blew me away was when I looked online and read the stories of the purveyors. Um, talk about pull at your heartstrings while also appealing to your reason at the same time. Uh, what a great, great gift and a great, great business model. And you're doing good, like you say. You're doing great things, but you're also doing good, uh, as we might say. Uh, I love this. I, I will promote it mightily. I will write about it. I will blog and, and podcast about it. I plan to share pictures of your items, your products, um, because you've combined social service and a product, like a tangible product, into one gift. I can't imagine any company or a law firm or engineering firm that would not see this as a unique differentiator, first of all. It's not your average corporate gift at holiday season. Um, but it's also, you know, an opportunity for them to put a personal note inside, thanking their clients or uh, speaking the language of the client, talking about the year ahead or the year behind, or, you know, everyone likes to reassess and reevaluate at the close of the year. This is just the perfect, perfect um, carriage, if you will, or, you know, presentation in every way. Um, I'll share pictures of your products when I promote this 
company, you and the products that you produce. It's just a great story. I want to retell your story everywhere. So mm, someone you, had to motivate you. Someone had to inspire you, probably many people throughout your life. But who exactly, you know, got you maybe interested in going into the Peace Corps? I know the Peace Corps got you interested in doing the work that you do. Um, but who was your mentor? Yeah. So, you know, really for me, when I think of mentors that I've had along the way, I have found mentors at each of the junctures that I've had. Um, and I really do think of my professional and personal experiences to date as a journey. And so, you know, thinking about mentor for how did I decide to become a Peace Corps volunteer and to commit myself to service for those two plus years, you know, in that sense, it was probably my brother who really encouraged me to do what spoke most loudly to who I was in my personality. Um, but then coming back to the States and thinking about what I wanted to do professionally and how would I take the passion that I had for doing good, but um, be able to integrate that in my daily life in a professional form. You know, I really found mentors along the way, both through the agency that I worked at, um, at the social impact agency. The CEO there is an entrepreneur himself who is really pushing boundaries to develop outcomes in the social impact space that companies, foundations, and nonprofits can all understand and can use to really assess how well their dollars and their programs are at achieving outcomes, whether it's increasing literacy or decreasing childhood obesity. So I think for me, I've really found that I need mentors along my journey and there's no one person that served as a mentor um, throughout as the, let's call it the pillar, but you know, at every junction, whatever it is that I was going through, whether it was deciding um, on a professional first step after the Peace Corps or deciding I wanted to start my business and how to think about that entrepreneurial journey or how to bring purpose and business together, I've really sought mentors along the way. Aren't you fortunate to have had these people who um, have framed each step of the way or helped you create a meaningful narrative when you tell your life story? That's just beautiful. Um, lucky for you, I think many of us do have many mentors, maybe don't recognize them as such and should. We should think about how it does take a village and we didn't do this on our own and how we got to where we are and living in gratitude and being grateful for the people who recognized, you know, the good and the bad. So I always say, mm -hmm. win or learn, never lose. Yeah. So I'm grateful for every experience I've ever had, even those others might label as bad or negative. Um, what I think you probably have read about me, heard about me from Kimberly Wozni, um, but know that I have a very strongly held belief that women need to lift each other up, regardless of, you know, country, industry, company, language, whatever. I find that, you know, women run the risk of trying to mimic men who seem to be successful in order to be successful. And I'm trying to change that. So my work is all about lifting women in business. What do you do at Pact with Purpose to lift women in business and support other women? Yeah, I love this question. And I think that the first thing I do is I think about how have I been the recipient of good fortune and 
the advice and the counsel of other women leaders. And that naturally enables me to think about what should I be doing that will help the women that are also working to, you know, create their best self and to push themselves professionally. So, you know, some of the things that I work on is understanding what are the goals of the individuals that I work with or what are some of the challenges, for example, of the women-owned social enterprises or women-owned businesses who serve as our purposeful purveyors. That's the affectionate term we give to our suppliers. But really developing a relationship with them, understanding what might be a bottleneck or a challenge for their growth is helpful, obviously, not just from a business standpoint so that we can partner with them effectively, but really is an opportunity for me to impart any knowledge or connecting them to a resource that will help them both develop personally and develop their own business. And so those are you know, just a few of the things that I look to do because that's what other women have done for me. They've made connections that have been helpful, whether it's working on my own leadership or whether it's getting a very specific uh, response or answer to a business question that I might have. Um, and it's people that have taken an interest in understanding who I am and how do I want to grow and what support do I need in order to achieve my greatest potential and hopefully offering that up to other people that are part of my immediate team and just other people that I work with through Packed with Purpose. So Liat, I am, I have tears welling up because I'm, I take this so personally. I mean, this is, this is what I want to do for women. You're doing it. You know, this is why I left corporate world, left legal world and started my own business is to really make a meaningful change, you know, not just make money, not just save time, not just do the, you know, the superficial factors, but deeply at the core of every woman in business, have her recognize her potential and her highest and best self and her to just sit silently in a safe space and just be with her, her you know, creativity. And I'm a deep feeler, as you can probably tell by the way I talk. Um, I want to pack my absolutely. I want to move to Chicago. I want to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm my kids. Are Amazing. We've got an opening, Susan. We, we will accept you with open arms. I cannot tell you. I really literally, um, people who know me can see my face right now. It's probably cherry pie red. I'm welling up tears. <laughs> this is such a beautiful story. I mean, there are a lot of feelers out there and a lot of people who are socially aware and, um, you know, want to change the world, but they don't know how, and you have, have paved the way you teach them by example and you open your doors, uh, to helping them. Apparently many have helped you get where you are, but you are definitely, um, this is probably the most meaningful podcast I've ever hosted. I love your website, the stories that you tell about the purveyors. That's, that is what sets you apart. It's not just a box with things in it. Um, it's really great. You're changing lives. Thanks, Susan. You probably, you probably tell your story all the time, but for me hearing this, I mean, I heard Kim's version of the story. I've looked at your website. I've received the box. Um, but to hear it come from you, the creator, is so much more meaningful. And wow, I just can't wait to promote what you do with the world, uh, to the world. Uh, I'm sure it's not been easy. There have probably been setbacks and challenges. Um, can you tell me what those were and how you overcame them? Sure. I'm going to share two setbacks that are totally different. 
different in nature. Um, one of them was very temporal, so it was you know a, a one-time instance, and another one is something that I think many of us struggle with. So you know, one setback. This was right at the start of launching Pact with Purpose. Um, we had a, a large order that came through and we needed some, um, in this case, actually granola from one of our purveyors. And they turned that granola around in a very uh, fast timeline. And when it arrived at our warehouse, there was an issue with it. And um, at the time I had just had twins. And so I was calls from the NICU, uh, working with my operations lead to find a solution. And, you know, in the scheme of things, we were creative, we worked with our warehouse team, and with the purveyor, we were able to get, um, you know, a new batch of granola made and shipped and everything was fine. But at the moment, um, you know, when you're a day or so before you have to get a thousand plus new gifts packaged and shipped, it feels like it's a calamity. And yet with a lot of good work and you know, collaborative problem solving, we were able to, to figure out a solution. Um, you know, other, the other challenge I would just say is probably one that affects everyone, including women. And, you know, that's letting your, your own self get in the way of your best self. And, um, you know, whatever that might be, the, the negative voice in the back of your mind or the voice that uh, creeps in that, you know, produces the effect of an imposter syndrome, but really having your yourself um, limit your potential and limit your ability to conquer every day as if it was your best day. And I think that's something that, you know, we continue to work on as individuals and I certainly work on every day. So those are two very different instances, but very uh, uh, real examples. So I have to say the first one is a, you know, here you are celebrating the birth of twins, which is a remarkable moment in any woman's life when she has a child. And it's inexplicable. I'm a mother of one and he just turned 18 in May and left. Oh, wow. Yesterday was his first day of college and I'm just an emotional mess. Um, but you know, they remain a part of who you are and you want to celebrate yet your business mind was, you know, that, that joy in that moment was interrupted with this real life challenge. Um, I think that the beauty is, is not that necessarily came the challenge, but how throughout the process, you know, you remained calm and you, my, my son always says, mom, calm is the samurai's greatest weapon. Mm. And I love that. And, you know, on the days when I'm neurotic and out of control, I'm like, yeah, well, he has this giant sword, too. Don't forget that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the fact that you handled both those real-life situations that couldn't be put off, you know, they had to be dealt with then and there. That's wonderful. Now, that was episodic. But when I think about imposter syndrome and the very common challenge that every woman I know, especially those who are courageous enough to get out there with grit and grace and do something to change the world for the better, we all suffer with that imposter syndrome. I don't think that's episodic. I think that's a constant in our lives. And mm -hmm. um, we have to work hard every day. That's why I say sit silently in a, in a safe space and listen to your highest self. Talk to um, the person you think you are. Listen to your real authentic self guide you through this tough time. Um, I think that everyone goes through that. Everyone who's trying to change the world as we are. 
goes through that. I, I don't yet have all the answers. I'm not perfect. I'm not there yet. Um, but I think that's a topic worth exploring more with almost every businesswoman I know for sure. Um, well, tell us something. Look, everything about you is unique. I've never read a bio that's more um, emotionally and intellectually compelling, both of those, emotionally <laughs> and intellectually compelling. But tell us something we can't read in your bio, a surprising fact about you. Yeah, well, I would say, you know, you asked me what my proudest professional accomplishment was, which clearly is packed with purpose. But really, the thing that provides me the greatest sense of accomplishment personally is building a wonderful family. I have three little kids that are under the age of four. So I have a four-year-old daughter and twins that are just over two and a half. So I started my business when they were seven and a half months, when I was seven and a half months pregnant with my twin boys. So that's probably something that not many people know. And really that is what gives me my energy and my fuel and what makes me proudest of what I'm doing because every single day I feel like I am showing them by example what it means to use your creativity and your knowledge and your drive to do good and to you know, radiate positive energy and impact out into the world. Okay, the dam has broken, tears are falling. <laughs> um, yeah, that is so beautiful. People often think I'm a freak for saying my son is the reason I breathe. It's not to say I don't have a life of my own, but he's a part of who I am. I, the love I feel for my child um, is, you know, we obviously would take a bullet for our children. We would do anything, but the fact that you explained it so beautifully and eloquently. Um, you even have child in your last name. See? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Meant to, be. Meant to be. Well, you fascinate me, and I'm I'm almost ready to hop on a plane. I live six minutes from SFO. I'm almost ready to hop on a plane and get to Chicago just to give you a hug and shake your hand and thank you mightily for all that you do. I can't wait. I feel sure we'll meet in person. I can't wait for that day. Um, Likewise. Please never hesitate. I, I collect people and then I connect people. Uh, so never hesitate to reach out and say, hey, do you know someone in this country, in this company, in this you know, state, in this you know, whatever group, association? I might, I might. Um, and I would certainly sing your praise personally and packed with purpose as well because it's just incredible what you do. Um, Truly, Liat, for you, you're probably like, well, I do this every day. It's not as unique, special to me, but from an outsider's perspective, it is very unique and very special. And this is probably the most meaningful podcast I've ever hosted. Um, when you told the story of the kids making the wine bottle and the women making the granola, I just, and this is how we can help to change the world in a meaningful and applicable way. Like the results are, are visible. You know, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if people want to reach you and to learn more about you, interview you, learn more about your company, how do they reach you? Yeah, so you could go online to www.packedwithpurpose.gifts, or you can give us a call at 844-797-GIFT, G-I-F-T. Those would likely be the best ways. That is so wonderful. So I, I think that's unique too. I've never seen a, uh, it's usually .com.org, but folks remember dot .gifts. Um, I thought that was great. Thank you.
Well, you're special. You're wonderful. I think you and your team of power women have done amazing things. And I'm going to continue to share your good message of good works. Um, thank you so much for being here with us. And folks, again, if you want to reach out to Liat, she is very available and uh, her team makes themselves available and their website is easy to, man uh, to manage and maneuver through. So please visit and we will talk to you soon, Liat. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Susan. All righty. Have a good day, everyone.